Well, hey, you fuckers, and welcome to the Terrible Podcast. I'm Nick. And I am Brad. And today, we... You know what, Brad? What? I can't do this, dude. We're not just going to talk about some shit today. Today, my friends, we are going to talk about some fucking greatness, dude. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you would say more things, and then I would hop in and say more things. My Today bad. No, hold on. Okay. Let's uh, start from greatness. Say greatness. I'm going to say the whole thing. Okay. And today we're going to talk about some fucking greatness, dude. Yeah? And? There you go. That was really good um, uh, improvisation. Thank you. My friend. I've been practicing. Yeah. Much like we practiced at Bocce. Uh, and what did that turn into? The, uh, greatness. You know what uh, I mean? What did, what did that turn into greatness? What did that practice tree fruit for us? Uh, it fruited a motherfucking championship, dude. And that and that's why I'm bringing it up is because we're fucking we're we're champions now. We're champions. Pretty much mm-hmm. untouchable. We uh we start with the straight shots and then pop bottles. Mm-hmm. We flirt with the hood rats and then pop models. And then we're popping models after after that. You see, that. we pop in champagne right now like mm-hmm. we won the championship game. Look like I got on a championship ring. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I ball hard. Because you ball hard. Nah, bitch, we ball harder. Um, I'm the Brad man, and you're Nick Pettigo, and that's uh how I'm Nicholas this Robert works. Pettigo, dude. NRB, NRB FL. That stands for Nicky Robbie Petty for life. Uh, bocce ball champion. We don't fuck around. He's a we bocce, don't fuck around. He's a bocce ball champion. I'm a bocce ball champion. Yeah. Eric Pettigo's a bocce ball champion. Shay Dizzle's a bocce ball champion. Our friend Shay, also a bocce ball champion. Here's a name you folks have never heard before. His name is Shay, and he's a bocce ball champion. I would like some fucking respect for him, please. Thank you. Y'all are great. Thanks for respecting Shay. I, um, I just, you know, I, I know it's silly, Brad. I know it's silly to believe in this little game called bocce ball, to believe in our little ragtag group of uh, societal rejects, but you know what happened, dude? We're the breakfast club of bocce. Do you want to know what happened, Brad? You wouldn't know what I'm talking about, though, because you haven't seen it. I do want to know what happened. Let me tell you what happened, Brad. Tell me about the fucking bocce ball. We fucking put our heads together. Tell me about the fucking bocce ball. We practice our game hard. Tell me about the fucking bocce ball. We took this motherfucker seriously, Brad. I'm really enjoying hearing about all this fucking bocce ball. Me. Bocce ball. You. Bocce ball. Pettigo. Eric Pettigo. Bocce ball. And Shay Owens. Shay Owens. A bocce we ball. fucking put our heads together. We put a lot of motherfucking heads together talking we about bocce ball. We went out there, dude. We went out there because we're playing bocce ball. And we put on a fucking bocce ball clinic, dude. It was a fucking bocce ball clinic. And here we are today, a success story. You got a fucking bocce ball disease? Come to a fucking bocce ball clinic. A bocce ball success story. We're about to be on VH1 behind the bocce. We are the pinnacle of excellence. I'm going to break character for a second. We are the pinnacle of excellence because we won that fucking championship. Pull up a fucking bocce ball. We are the personification of perfection. Our name was the Libabachis when we were playing all the bocce ball. We are the quadruplet of con- conquer ring. Con- conquist- we're conquistad. We're a con- we're a fucking. 
<laughs> Everything literally fell apart. We're a, we're a quadruplet of con- conquistadors. We're a quadruplet of conquering. If you don't fucking believe that this is peak performance personified, bro, then you fucking put a four-team bocce ball group, uh, four-person bocce ball goddamn team together and come challenge us. Uh you bitches. At least it is a bocce ball championship and not a talking championship because boy would we have been fucked right there. Okay. Moving on. Fucking, uh, <laughs> you want to fucking, you want to step up to the plate, dude? <coughs> you want to step up to the bocce ball plate? Do I? No, I'm, I'm oh, talking to okay. no, the audience. potential I'm competitors. Sorry. Yeah, hey, right invite. Now. You want to step up to the bocce ball plate and get your ass fucking licked, my, kicked Licked. by us? Oh. Then fucking come get your ass li- kicked. By us. We're going to lick your ass. Kicked. We're going to kick. We're going to kick. Going to kick you in the ass. Your ass is going to be licked. Your ass is going to be kicked on. We're getting litty out there. Getting litty bitty titty committee. Um, about so, yeah, we, we, we won a championship and pretty much everybody else is a bitch, dude. Yeah, all of them. Every last person out there. All those other teams are bitches. Every last person out there minus the four of us. Mm-hmm. Bianchi's bitches. Yeah. Uh, Blue Balls Team oh. 1, oh. bitches. What clever names, bitches. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It doesn't end there. Blue Balls Team 2. Blue Balls 2? Bitches, dude. Big ol' bitches. Uh, who else? Sam's Biachis. Bitches. Bitch-ass bitches. Huh? Huh? Liberbachis? Not bitches. Not bitch. that's, that's us. us. Yeah, we're Liberbachis. We're Liberbachis. I, uh, I came up with that name, and I'm proud of it. He's the champion of the name game, too. Were there other... Bocce ball teams? There were there? several other teams. Yeah. Do I know their names? They all had to Not do with... Not off the top of my fucking head. Maybe don't be such a bitch and I'll remember your fucking name. Yeah. They, they, they all, were the, all the team men? names had to do with bocce or balls. Which is fine. I'm just saying I don't remember all of them. There's some good ones the out there. The lizard family. Bitches. Oh, lizard family, dude. Bitch ass. Joe, you're a bitch. Jo- bitch Trevor, ass Joe. You're a bitch. Trevor, bitch. Hey, remember when y'all got eliminated like round one? Because fuck you, bitch. <laughs> that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, that wasn't nice. That came off really Did mean. that come off genuine? I don't yeah, I like everybody out there. I, I, don't, know, I, I have I, zero I think, beef with people out yeah, there. I think everybody out there. I go there, there and I have a great cool. time, and it's because everybody out there is also <laughs> doing the same thing. I do. <laughs> Never mind, you go ahead. Okay, it's really cool. Uh, side note, Brad is once again fighting off tuberculosis. I'm off the TB again. Yeah. Um, it, no, we... Dude, we fucking... We love it out there, though. It's like we've kind of developed a little, like, group. Like, community there. Everybody's cool with each other. Uh, ELE. It's a good... We, we ELE, but just so you know, we won the championship and you're all bitches. But we love you, dude. It's fine. I'll call myself a bitch. When I'm we, if we bitch. lose the championship. I'm a champion, dude. I'm a champion. I'm too busy being a champion to ever let myself be a bitch. I got a question for you. Let's hear it. What were your emotions like after we won that game? I was really disappointed in myself because I felt like I didn't quite contribute to our championship victory, even though I had maybe the most beautiful throw of the night that my brother missed. But I snuck in there real nice for one throw. But other than that, dude, I threw terribly for the championship tournament, but I take uh, solace in the fact that I I feel like I helped get us there. You know, through the whole regular season, I feel like my performance 
helped us get there. I didn't say I'm the reason. I just said it helped. Don't shrug your shoulders like I'm a cocky, arrogant. You're not. You were really sad after the championship, after we won that championship, to the point that I asked you, hey, are you really going to be sad after we won this championship? It was just, for me personally, it was a hollow victory, dude. I just wish that I had put on a fucking clinic. It's all right, but now it's set in, and you're proud to be a champion. I'm a fucking champion. Freddie Mercury wrote a song about you. Still waiting for my trophy in the mail. Frank, where are you at? Frank. I don't hear you. Frank, where's our goddamn trophy? Uh, so all that being said, Brad, I have a question for you. Yeah. And? I know. Am I doing it right? Yeah, no. Um, uh, Wait, I'm going to ask it again. Okay. I don't know, Oh. Oh, God, I hate that. I'm okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm wore out, and I'm hot, and we're in a sweaty garage. But I'm having fun, and that's okay. Yeah, the sun is killing us. That's an okay thing. Remember how last podcast we mentioned how we die in the sun all day? Did that today. Did it yesterday? No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah, we did it yesterday. Today's Tuesday. We did it yesterday. yesterday. It was pretty hot today. We, um... Oh, ooh, that one snuck up on me. Sorry, folks. Um, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we don't put out shows quite as much as we would like to, and it's because by the time we get done with work, we're fucking tired. I have nary the energy to even bait. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to nap. Brad doesn't even masturbate anymore. No. Because of the sun. You know, I mean, but one addiction broken, so we're cool. Yeah, you're working on yourself, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to be a better person. That's good, dude. Um, I'm thinking of uh, getting rid of cigs and re- and bringing back baiting, though. We'll see how the winner treats me. You know, I support that idea. Nobody knows you better than yourself. Yeah, is what I always say. Yeah, it's what my pappy told me. Fucking, you're not gonna smoke it, but you might poke it, stroke it. Oh, I should have said stroke. Should See, stroke, once we again, about once again, the sun. Well, I was implying poking that, my hand that you poke it. My hand. I mean, I guess realistically, the joke is that you have a vagina. Oh, yeah. I see where you're going. Yeah, but yeah. but what sucks, dude? And like I'm what gonna I'm gonna diddle my daddle. Yeah, but what I'm willing to admit right now is that I honestly didn't think of the word stroke. I'm like, what rhymes with smoke? And I'm like, ah, I guess poke. This is the best I could do. It's and then song about and it. then stroke was right there in front of my yeah. fucking face. Clearly, it's a band name. Clearly, I should have said stroke. There's a song about it. It goes, stroke me, stroke me. Stroke me, stroke me. We're champions is the thing about it. So fucking champions. You know. Defending champ reigning defending champions. I'm a champion. I can't revoke my own stroke. Um so hey, so speaking of work and hot and us and yesterday. Ooh, yesterday was a good day. Was up it up until though? Uh, at a certain point. So something happened yesterday that that we need to address on the show. Um, do you want do you want to take over here, or do you want me to tell the story? I'll see how well you tell it. Okay, and then I'll interrupt as I see fit. Okay. So Brad was having a good time uh, farting 
Oh, I almost love... almost on command. I farted so much yesterday. It was lovely, and it was great. It was it was, it was really funny. It was it was a uh, light moment in yeah. the middle of kind of a miserable day. Yeah, it really it really alleviated the stress. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, this dude's farting like every 30 seconds, and they're funny. <laughs> they were they were funny little farts too. Yeah. They were like, and you're really good about being like, oh dude, uh, I can set them up and knock them down. Yeah, you know? you're great, and it's like I can tell sometimes you're pushing them out, and you and you can tell that you got to buy yourself like a, a a little bit of time. Like I'm stalling. So it'd be like, oh I, hey, um, what was uh, <laughs> and it was great. So while this is happening, I was trying to load a sheet of plywood into the back of a truck. And Brad... Tell him how you were loading it. Well, I'm, I'm getting there. Brad was standing okay. near okay. The, uh, the end of the truck, uh, towards the tailgate, right? Yeah. And I was on the side of a truck. Uh, what I was doing is I would lift up one end and kind of like sneak my shoulder up underneath it and then try to kick it up into the air... And almost, I don't, I don't know, catch it over my head. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good way. You'd to put launch it. it up with your shoulder and then get your hands under it. Yeah. So then your hands went under it. That's where all your support was. It was like a clean and jerk from the side. That's a weightlifting technique. I thought we were getting back to stroking. No, 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 no. Please continue. No, no, no. I mean, so I was trying to clean and jerk it. <laughs> and uh, what happened? was, I don't know, we were like mid-conversation, and all of a sudden I had this sheet of plywood up over my head. <laughs> all of a sudden? And, uh, and you know, I went to just throw it into the back of the truck. I feel like I got a couple in there successfully before that. I feel like we were loading them together. Oh, yeah. And that's why I was at the back of the truck. Oh, cool. Right? So I was enjoying Brad's farts so much. <laughs> <laughs> That I was like, I'm going to just hoss this thing by myself because I'm strong. Uh, and then what happened was when I went to throw it into the, uh, into the back of the truck, uh, maybe I was a little off balance for a second or something. That or just overzealous or something. I, it's, I don't know what goes on in your fucking head, you know. <sighs> Me neither. <laughs> so very long story short, uh, I threw a full sheet of uh, plywood into my friend Brad's throat. Hard. Yeah, he full-bore throat-chopped me in the jugular with a sheet of plywood. Uh, if you're sitting there wondering, like, oh, I wonder if it just, like, barely nicked him or, or whatever. No, uh, a full sheet of plywood yeah, collided the, with my neck. The answer is, I hit him with it hard in the throat. Yeah, it wasn't like a, oh, that almost got me. Yeah, it just got you. It was like, hey, that got me entirely it entirely got me with its entirety and my entirety yeah so it happened solid connection (laughs) i think it like like it clipped my jaw a little bit oh no and clipped my neck it went yeah it went it made Fairly solid contact with with your neck, I would Probably say. Probably made me make a noise involuntarily. Yeah, you did. Um, did I go... You were... Um, <laughs> what? Was it something like that? You had that instinctive hold your hands up to the side way too late reaction, and you kind of <laughs> stumbled a little bit. Dude, and um, so here's the thing. I'm telling this story, and I'm trying to be silly. Uh, 
for a solid five to ten minutes, I felt so fucking bad, dude. Because I swear to God it was an accident, and I hope you know that. He just shrugged. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Who knows, you know? Um, I felt really bad. And then after, like, kind of that post-I-accidentally-hurt-you tension started to fade away... Then I started to think that it was maybe the funniest thing that's ever happened. And I couldn't... <laughs> like, after we had established that I wasn't bleeding from the neck or you anything like that. You weren't spurting blood from any kind of no, open wound. Nothing was broken. Yeah. I was just angry as yeah. all. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Rightfully so. But What's I, new, though? You I, know, was, I was very giggly. Uh, after that tension faded away, I just kept... I would think about it, and then I would start laughing, dude, and then I would be like, mm, it's cool, and then, like, a few minutes later, I'd be like, mm, 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 mm. and I could tell you, you're even looking at me. Is there still a mark? I, I can't tell. It's probably it's, hard in this light. Oh, yeah. No, I can see it. Okay. I fucking got you, huh? Yeah. With that sheet of plywood. Yeah. Yeah. When you threw it with all of your force at <laughs> my fucking head and neck. Yeah. So, later, we get back to uh, our, our main headquarters. And I had accidentally spent most of the trip back to our headquarters uh, laughing because it was still awkwardly funny to me. And I'm a weird person and I can't control myself sometimes, buddy. Yeah. I hope you understand that. Like when you're throwing plywood Like when I'm throwing plywood at your head and face and neck. Or when I'm thinking about throwing plywood at your head and face and neck. And how you you went into this. You went... Yeah, no, that's really funny. It was hilarious. That's so funny. Um, so I kept kind of giggling about it on the way home, and I could tell it was upsetting you, but I couldn't control myself, dude. Much like I can't control myself now. So we get back to our headquarters, and I'm walking ahead of Brad, and all of a sudden, a fucking box cutter whizzes by my ear. Again. Hard. <laughs> Dude. It wasn't a toss. It went like this. <laughs> That's what I heard. And I turned around really slowly and I saw a look on your face that uh that conveyed anger. It conveyed frustration. And it conveyed uh betrayal on both ends. It conveyed two-ended betrayal burning that betrayal candle at both ends did he's it, got a double-edged betrayal uh was there uh, any fake, satisfaction fake in my face at all or no because oh. i feel like you really wanted to hit me in the back of the head as hard as you could with that knife that you threw as hard as you could at the back of my head unfortunately <laughs> it didn't hit me <laughs> But boy, was it close. Dude! <laughs> and Grant, that's, it wasn't like I was five feet behind you also. No, yeah, you were, a good, you were like, a good 10, 15, I would say. Yeah, yeah there yeah, was yeah. a distance there. Mid-stride, as was I. Uh, um, everything's moving. Uh, moving platform that I'm shooting from, moving target in front of me. Yeah. So, you know, credit where credit's due, I did okay. You did? You didn't? It was like... If I had been uh, like another inch to my left, it would have at least whacked my ear. Um, the blade was not exposed. No, yeah, no. He wasn't trying to cut me. He was just trying was to going hit for, me with yeah, a thing. I was going for blunt force trauma, much uh, like the plywood. <laughs> I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, so at that point, though, I realized, oh, fuck, Brad's really upset 
Maybe not that it happened, but probably because I keep giggling about it. So so later I texted you and apologized, uh, and fucking I'm saying it again, buddy. I'm really sorry that it happened. It's all right. I hope you know it was an accident. Yeah. I respect you. I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't expect you to intentionally hit me with a full ass sheet of plywood. Um and I, I wanted to share that with our listeners that I about killed Great. my friend on accident yeah. and then he uh, maybe tried to kill me on purpose. Um that's that's the way it goes. Um It's the fucking way she goes, bud, you know. Oh, we're fuck, friends. about we're a month ago. Kill each other sometimes. You ran the entire Assad machine into my kidney. Yes, I did. I did. Hit and that wasn't a good day either. With machinery. Something was bad about that day. Maybe it was just we were working? Yeah, it sucked cuz we were at and work. And we were laying side on the hill, but we were it wasn't shitty entirely. It was probably a worse day for you because you were running the little machine as opposed to the big machine. Is right? that what I hit no, you with? No, this is a different job entirely. You hit me with the big machine. Yeah, I so hit you with our, the biggest machine we got. Um, yeah, practically ran me the fuck over with a sod uh, installer. You're exaggerating. Just you're kidding. Kind of he hit me with a giant metal bar on the back of it made of uh, two-inch solid steel. Mm-hmm. Rolled into a guard yeah. so people don't get ran over by this yeah. thing, more or less nudged out of the way. But anyways, he yeah. he punched me directly in the kidney with yeah. uh, fifteen horsepowers worth of uh, fucking side machine. So yeah, so I'm really sorry that, that I slightly neat. nudged into you with that, and you like to be the victim. You, you pussy know what I mean? Ass Round of applause ass. for this guy's bitch spatial ass, awareness. Bitch ass pussy ass bitch. Round of applause, bitch ass for Nicholas Robert Pettigrew. Bitch ass pussy. Um, Spatial awareness. Hey, man, you know, this is this is all fine and good, but it's not like you've never tried to kill me before. You're right. Do you remember that time, Brad? I do. I was there. You were there. I was actually in the most important role yeah. in, in that vehicle. You were the reason. Yeah. That it happened. Like the Hoobastank song. And the reason is me. I found the reason, and, it, and the reason is you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> So, boy, very story-driven this episode. Uh, <laughs> we, Brad was driving us to uh, a town like 20 minutes away from, from yeah, where we were We were at. going to meet our bass player for the first time. Yeah. Not we ended up for the first time. We were going to like try out and yeah, hang out and, and play and stuff and for the first it, time. Yeah. Get to know each other. Um, and he ended up being our bass player for... Many a year. The, the rest of our band. Yeah. Um, there was never another one after him. So... We're driving, and we're getting off of the interstate, mm-hmm. and Brad is maybe taking it a little fast. I was cruising. Little did I know it was for a bruising. You were cruising for a bruising. We're exiting a ramp, and all of a sudden, you kind of felt like a couple little bumps real quick. It started off real subtle, like whoop, whoop. The tires said whoop, whoop. Yeah. Rear end got a little loosey goosey. Uh huh. Keep second. in mind, I'm terrified always. Yeah. So I, well, I was, Nick is a nervous Nelly. I was very worried when we were get when we were uh, uh, exiting because I felt like you were going a little fast. But yeah, at, at and that I was. Point, it's, what's just a two minutes? It's just, I was unfamiliar with this exit and this exit in particular, which they've fixed by now. Yeah. Was not your standard highway exit not your standard interstate off ramp no this thing started a nice easy angle and then right at the end of it just decided like hey let's do a 75 degree turn for no fucking reason instead of making this gradual 
So I was um, expecting a normal interstate off-ramp. Valid point, but also you have fucking eyes in your head. And at I do some have point, fucking eyes in my head. some point, you got to realize that's happening and decelerate a bit. Letting the car naturally do its thing. Uh huh. Because it was so an, it was you, an off right. ramp onto more highway. Okay. It wasn't onto just a little street. So you're right. You did let the car naturally do its thing mm-hmm. because the natural thing for how fast you were going, it was wet. as opposed to the angle that your fucking tires were pointed at, was to uh, completely skid out of control. We did a spin and a half, I think. So yeah, so it's uh, three sixty and then five forty. Yes. So we did a Thanks, 540, Tony Hawk, skater. and we stopped maybe three feet from the concrete median. Was there a concrete median? There was a it concrete It didn't just go median. to grass? That's Ooh. what I was making. Uh, uh, that's what I had my eyes on, like, well, that's what I'm going to crash into and die, because if you'll remember, we, we ended were up backwards, yeah, we did. and I was in the passenger seat. So we quickly slid towards this concrete medium with my body being the closest thing to it. You just called it a medium. Medium. Well, it also performed a seance later that night. Um, so, <laughs> it wasn't big, but it wasn't small. So here's my favorite part of the story, right? <laughs> we stopped just short of it, and Brad once again has tuberculosis. Should we wait? Do you want me to feed you ice chips? <coughs> That'd be fantastic. Okay, I'll um, go grab some. The car shuts itself the fuck off. It did. Car died. Yeah. Um, much like... Uh, I thought I was about to. Um, and so the car shuts off. Brad finally, Brad gets it back. I feel like it took you a minute to get it started. I didn't again. realize the car was off. Yeah, no, you didn't. And then I was panicked. We so were all a little bit in shock. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You continue. Um, yeah, my favorite we'll part. Of, into more detail my favorite it. part of the story is uh, once you get the, the car started, and we pull... Uh, My favorite part of the story is we didn't fucking hit anything. We crossed three yep. lanes of traffic. Yeah, we did. We crossed there three were no lanes cars of traffic behind doing us. a yeah. 540 yeah, on we wet pavement. Yeah, we were very pavement. lucky. And we didn't hit anything. Almost that concrete median, but we didn't. You just said medium, you bitch ass. I said median. Yeah. Oh, I said median, but. Oh, medium. Median, but we didn't. Okay. So uh, we ended up parallel with that median facing backwards. And I'm like, fuck. And everybody else is like, oh, my God, fuck. And Nick's having a fart attack. And Garrett's in the back uh, smoking weed or something. And we <laughs> fucking... Probably. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, oh. So I hit the gas. Nothing happens, you know, because the car is off. And I try to start it. But yeah. it won't because the car is still in gear. Right. And then I kind of realized, all right, it's a, maybe this thing should be yeah, parked to faculties. start. Either park or neutral to start. Mm-hmm. And it's fired right up. I must have just spun the gas out of the engine for a second. Or maybe it has a panic <laughs> button itself. Either um, way, A-OK. Yeah, A-OK. Everybody's just fine physically. Mentally, not so much. So, uh... So they let me continue to drive. Yes, we did. Uh, remember a couple minutes ago when I said, here's my favorite part of the story? I'm going to finish that thought now. Here's my favorite part of the story. So what I did... Oh, you motherfucker. Just give me the microphone for a second. Go ahead. Listen, dude. Go ahead. My therapist... All right. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, he, he, he gets the car back going. He turns around. And we're going for a little bit. And, like, the shock is wearing off. We have, like, another probably five minutes of our drive. The shock is wearing off. And we're kind of like, whew, that was fucked up, right? Um, this is, uh, 2000, 
what seven eight nine somewhere in that region yeah um this is anyway it's around the time that that book the secret was really popular Ooh, oh and here's something <laughs> i don't like where this is going that brad said <laughs> and you know you were a younger dude so i it's was cool. young and impressionable i thought this show was cool so here's something that brad Goal-able. said he goes yeah dude i mean i just remember thinking like please stop moving car Please don't hit that wall, car. And then, like, we're cool now. And, dude, I got to tell you something. That was the first and so far last time that I've ever really considered beating the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> when, when you said, oh, because I believe in the secret, so we didn't crash into that median because I told my car not to, I thought about punching you as hard as I could from the passenger seat. We were and moving. Then, we were and driving. then grabbing the wheel and getting us there idea. safely. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to assault you. I wanted to knock you unconscious. And I wanted to drive the rest of the way safely. Um, and then, funny story, I ended up getting way too drunk because we met our uh, bass player at a bar and like we drank for free for some reason and then uh i puked into a trash can next to my bed later uh brad i got a question how you doing bike <coughs> mostly bad but Fucking somewhat good tuberculosis <coughs> i'll be motherfucked so, My yeah. favorite part of that story okay. is that we didn't die. Well, yeah, that's ultimately. My now I understand part of the that the reason we didn't die and the reason we didn't hit that wall wasn't necessarily because you asked your car not to. It wasn't the law of attraction. Uh huh. It was physics. Oh. We just didn't have the inertia to make it over there. You know. That's the wrong word. We didn't have the momentum to make it all the way over there. We made it. We almost made it. Boy, we about did. We almost made it. Um. And I was the closest to that wall. I, I feel like I remember saying, but maybe I just thought it, but like I told you I hated you while it Probably. was happening. Probably. While we were spinning all crazy. You went, I hate I you. I feel like I said, I was like, oh, I fucking hate you! Like that, dude. Like the just, last words just preparing out of your for fucking end. But yeah, what if we would have crashed and only I would have died? And that was the last thing I said to you was, oh, I fucking hate you! Dude. Mm-hmm. I would have had to live with that. But there would have been nobody here to remind me. So it's all good. <laughs> you would have became an alcoholic and tried to block it out. Like, I did kill my friend, and he told me he hated me real quick right before he died. Um, kind of dark, I guess. I don't know. We're here now. Look last, at us now. Last week was super dark. Look at us oh, now. Ew. What up? We should have started this episode with previously on the Terrible Podcast and had you finish your story Ooh, from about, last week yeah. because that was a cliffhanger, dude. Yeah. Okay. Got to do it. Got to do it. This is, a story, this is a fucking storytelling podcast now. All right. Sit tight, so, children. Here's a story about the time that uh, I drank for 27 hours straight. Um you know, not the best look on me, but whatever. So here we go. Uh, me, one of my buddies, name of Dan. Dan. One of my buddies, name of BJ. BJ. Uh, we got tickets to a Parkway Drive concert in Chicago. Yeah. Great band, House of Blues, great venue. Love them. We were really excited because they're an Australian band, and it's not like they hit the States often back then. Right. So we were amped. And this is how... This tale unfolds. 8 a.m. Dan picks me up from my house. 
I get in the car. We crack a beer. Hell yeah, brother. 8 a.m. Hell yeah, brother. We head into town to BJ's to get BJ. Uh-huh. Blow job. We make it. He really doesn't like that. Please don't do I that. I bet he doesn't. Blow he, job. He really... Do not. I don't know. Now we... That's minus one listener, probably. <laughs> Keep I like BJ. We like I, I like BJ. Don't say that. <laughs> I like so, BJ's too, dude. So <laughs> such an easy joke. I'm sorry, dude. I've never met you're you. You're above I, that. I have. I am. I you're should above be. That. But I. I took it, dude. It was low hanging yeah. fruit, and I'm fucking snacking on it right now. Yeah. So continue. I won't you, say it again. You I called promise. a median a medium earlier. I so. did. Seance. <laughs> so you picked up BJ. So we picked up BJ, and we went. Ooh, oh, he's ooh. Fighting the urge. So uh, he cracked a beer, and when Hell he yeah, cracked bro. a beer, we cracked some beers. Hell so yeah, now we're bro. all drinking beers together on our way to the train station in Springfield. We take our time getting there. The show's not till 7 o'clock that evening. It's when the doors open or whatever. So we got all the time in the world to drink booze, and we're gonna. Mm, sure. So sure. I, th- I believe Dan had a 12-pack. Uh-oh. We sat in the train station parking lot and killed that. The train wasn't arriving for... At some length of time, like another half hour or something, after that 12-pack was gone. So we went and got another. <laughs> and we drank that before we got on the train. Whoops. So we're all just several beers deep at this point. Um, so we get on the train. We train. ride the train uh-huh. to uh, Chicago. Three and a half, four-hour like train yeah. trip. Yeah. This was pre-high speed rail, but it was right when they were starting the project. Okay. Ah, I remember, because there was like two legs of the trip, two separate sections that were actually high speed rail. Okay. Anyways, not relevant. So on the way up to Chicago, we drink all of the Budweiser they had on that train. Oh, fuck. We drink all of the train's Budweiser. Um, they were only supposed to serve one at a time. But the bartender was kind enough to give me three at a time for each of us. Yeah, sometimes you get really cool ass bartenders on those trains, and it wasn't a busy train, dude. Yeah, there was. This is sometimes how, they just don't give a. This fuck. is how few people were on that train. We were able to ingest in one form or another illicit substances with no issue. Yikes! So, uh, how do you think we were able to drink the whole time? So then we went. <laughs> so we went. And we drank all the trains Budweiser, and we get off the train in Union Station, Chicago, Illinois. All right, beautiful place. We walk out. There's a stiff breeze. Homeless gentleman asked me for some change. The naive young lad I am, I give him some. No um, big deal. That was cool. He was happy. Yeah. I was happy. Good deed for the day. Cool. We roll down two feet. Another homeless man asked me for change, and then uh-huh. I learned my lesson. So we, uh, we continue walking. Yeah. Um, and you walk and don't talk to people in a big city like that, right? Except the people you're with. So we go to the CVS just down the block, and they happen to have a handle, which is a half gallon of cheap Canadian whiskey, which at that time, that was our shit. They had our brand Canadian Superior. Shout outs. I'll probably still drink you to them. Remember when Pedigo first got his house? Yeah. And he had a housewarming party or whatever. We got Mm -hmm. a bar in the basement. I brought a bottle of Canadian Superior because it's... Cheap Canadian whiskey, and it doesn't taste like complete ass, so your opinion may be different. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So... We get that half gallon of whiskey. We go to the uh, Hilton Marriott Hotel where we had a room. And we go up to the Where you had a what? A room. Where we had a room. (laughs) Where we had a room. Am I saying it right? So we go there. We had a boom up there. We had a boom up there. So we, and we drank 
most of that bottle. Oh my god, dude! Just in preparation for the show. Um, I'm getting the spins listening. Just listening to the story, like it's it's like noon. Foot on the floor. It's like noon, dude. And the amount of liquor, the amount of booze in general that we've taken in as young adults is fucking insane. All right, like we already should have been poisoned. Yeah. You were probably were probably, probably yeah. were that's what drunk is is poisoning so um so we killed most of that bottle there was a shot left for each of us when we left for the show jesus we wanted to save that for after the show uh-huh we're gonna need more booze later we go to the show uh-huh it's a good time yeah but before we get in we're standing in line we get to the part where uh the gentleman takes your tickets dan dan orders all tickets online all right so he has like printed out paper tickets this is back in those days right so and it's probably still the same deal yeah i was gonna say back in those days that's that's how i get into all wrestling shows yeah that's like this is the advent of all that this is when that was really taken off no more ticket master outlet in the mall you just buy shit online so we got our tickets dan goes to pull those tickets out of his cargo short pocket oh god the big one are you about to overshare think about this no it's fine okay. we're all this is fucking 10 years ago nobody cares oh yeah statute of limitations nobody gives a fuck okay nobody cares about okay. this dan goes to pull those tickets those tickets out of his pocket and hand them to the gentleman and he does so but when he pulls those tickets out his little bag of weed <laughs> also tumbles out of his pocket and onto the floor and the bouncer looks at it and uh squints his eyes a little bit and then points at it and looks at dan oh god and he goes i uh is that yours i'm gonna have to take that uh and that was the end of it dan went oh yeah (laughs) and he went yeah and he's like i can't have that back and he went no "No." dude you can't he went but we can still go in he went yeah absolutely (laughs) and then so we did Cool. And we went and we saw the show and I spilled my beer everywhere because uh, I was, oop, sorry about that microphone, because I was a, just a drunken mess. Not a, a lunatic. Fool. I can, can control myself. You're a, fu- you're a fun drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't try to fight people. I generally don't break shit unless it's on purpose. <laughs> um, but boy, that $11 beer, beer did not make it into my belly much. I got a couple sips out of it, and boy, was I thirsty. So I spilled that all over everybody. BJ and Dan went down to the pit. BJ ended up knocking a guy out because he got elbowed in the face or something. Uh-oh. And this is really funny. Um, I don't know if you heard this part. So BJ gets elbowed in the face, or in the back of the head, spins around, punches the first duty sees. Hell yeah. Knocks that dude out. Yeah. That dude starts going down. So then the people around that dude pick him up so you don't get trampled in the pit. Right. Metalheads are nice. They BJ, save his life. Not a formal metalhead, but he does like this band. So that's why that was his reaction. He's not used to this Aww. sort of thing. Spur of the moment. Sorry, you know not what you do, but you... This oh, is dude, you... Is, this, dude, is this guy going to kill me for, for saying what I said? Yes. So What's then, his real name? BJ. BJ, I'm sorry. Don't kill me, dude. Yeah. Please don't. So then uh, BJ knocks that guy out. <gasps> the guy collapses down. Uh, all his friends catch him, and they bring him back up, right? Hell yeah. And then everybody outside of that circle assumes that they're picking this dude up to crowd surf, all right? So then everybody picks this dude up, and his limp fucking carcass (laughs) is getting crowd surfed up to the front of the fairway drive. Everybody's passing around a dead body. Which, hey, granted, best case scenario for that fella, because he Uh, does not need to be in the middle of that crowd. Yeah, all right. That is not where you want to be. Knock the fuck out, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So he gets to the front, probably gets some medical attention. I assume uh, has gone on to live a good life. So that he's probably funny. fine. <coughs> he's probably fine. 
my experience at this show was going from one end of this balcony to the other trying to find a good spot to stand because uh, yeah. I was fucking hammered and there was yeah. so many people and I just couldn't find a good spot. And then the next thing you know, the show's over. And that's about what I remember besides spilling my beer everywhere. <laughs> so uh, we all head towards the exit and I find Dana BJ again. It's all good. We head out. Uh, we're walking around Chicago. I guess we had smoked all the weed we had. So we were just kind of like mentioning it to people passing by right. on the street. Yeah, always a good plan. Well, that's the best way to find weed. Uh-huh. Um, hey, guess what ultimately happened? You found weed? We found weed. What? So, yeah. Anyways, we're like, uh, reefer. Hey, you got a reefer? Anybody got a reefer? Uh, you got a reefer? Right. And we're walking past this bar. Uh-oh. And we say it to this suit. This guy was in a zoot suit. You could tell. He had some nice slick back hair, but it's uh, fucking midnight, and he had a nice suit on, so you know he's just tooting some cocaine somewhere. Anyways, he's out front. And we're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, no, but I got this. And we're like, oh, no, I don't want that. And the guy was like, oh, what? And, like, clicked a pen and held it to BJ's throat. Oh. Okay. As a joke. You uh, could tell this guy was joking because uh-huh. we were just kind of shooting the shit. So, B- so BJ knocked him out <laughs> through <him, laughs> a window. What you would expect, right? right? Yeah. Based on the story. No, BJ clutches this guy's larynx. Oh. Not like a choke, but, uh-huh. like, clutches his larynx. Like, he could rip this guy's voice box out. He had a claw on him. Mm, and you know that's painful. Yeah. Like it's, ooh, it's doing that to yourself even hurts. So, right. So the guy went, hey, I'm just playing around on the floor. And BJ was like, I didn't mean to say that about your name, dude. And B- <laughs> your name says BJ. BJ let him go and he was like, all right, don't ever fucking do that again. And then we just left and we never saw that gentleman again. So it's like irrelevant, Jesus BJ. Christ. You didn't have to tell him to. We're never going to see him again. Jesus. He's terrified of you, like everybody else in this fucking town should I'm be by now, because you're a maniac. Really apparently, when we're like 13 hours met. deep into the drunk at this point, you're a maniac. But we all know this. Oh, so we get back to the hotel, we do some more drugs and drink or whatever, and then uh, I run out of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, guys, let me get that hotel key, and then I'm going to go get this. And, uh,. I walked around downtown Chicago. I feel like we passed a place where I knew there'd be cigarettes that was open 24 hours, so I knew where I was going because ultimately I ended up back at the hotel with cigarettes, right? So mission accomplished one way or another. Right, I didn't yeah. die even though I very well could have. You woke up the next day and you had some cigarettes. Yeah, so you're like, great. cool, I win. This I is win. what I do remember. I, I win, remember, Chicago. Champions. I remember needing cigarettes. I remember standing at... A window of a place where they had like a a, a bank teller slide out box. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and that's how they sold you the stuff. That's how a lot of it was late, late night, night places yeah, are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then I got some cigarettes, and then I remember part of my trip consisted of going through a parking garage because that's the way the walkway went, so you could get over busy streets and shit like that. <laughs> and when I was in this parking garage, there was a gentleman who apparently noticed I had a fresh pack of cigarettes, uh-huh. and he wanted one. So he comes up and he goes, hey, brother, I'll trade you this beer. And he pulls out a beer from his cargo pocket. <laughs> All right. For a cigarette. And I went, hell fucking yeah. Hell fucking yeah. I want one of those too. Uh-huh. And I just happen to have a brand new pack. So me and him smoked a cig and drank a beer together. Hell yeah, dude. That was Chicago. a nice thing. Welcome to Chicago. Chicago. What a great time. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, me and Dan were chilling in another parking garage. From here on out, the story is just things that I remember. Because okay. I don't remember little how we got through. Yeah, this is just little bits yeah. of the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. So me and Dan are chilling in a parking garage, probably chiefing some reef. And uh, more drugs. A gentleman comes up to us. 
Yeah. He's like, hey, what's going on, fellas? And throws my shoe up on his on mm-hmm. his lap okay, and just this, starts cleaning it. This is the part that I meant when I said to yeah. uh, from last week. Yeah. Now we're is, all caught now up. Now we're caught up. Okay. This is where we're at. Here we go. Piss hammered. Dude mm-hmm. starts cleaning my shoe. That is so now, up. now everybody understands just how drunk we are. Dude. Right? And impossibly drunk. We should be in the hospital. You guys were like the hangover. It was really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we were blacked out. I completely sure so this gentleman's like hey check out how your shoe looks after i do this and i'm like oh great that looks awesome he's like right on and just throws my other shoe up on his other leg and cleans it too uh there wasn't any discussion any negotiations or anything like this it wasn't like hey let me perform a service for you please for money so anyways he gets done and he's like that'll be like 28 bucks or whatever and i'm like holy Uh shit what are you talking about dude you just came up and started cleaning my shoes. Hey, man, I thought we were just hanging out. Right? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I did this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but we didn't. I was never like, hey, come clean my shoes. I'll give you money for it. Um, so we're back and forth about this. So while he's talking, after I've had enough, mm-hmm. I, uh, I go, yeah, but what's that? <laughs> and I point. <laughs> and he turns and looks where I pointed. And at that moment, I grab Dan by the shirt and start running. (laughs) I would love to address, but but holy shit, what's that over there? Oldest trick in the book. Yeah. And it works, apparently, at this time of day. Maybe he was drunk, too, out there cleaning shoes. Yeah. Maybe he needed a pack of cigarettes as he was cleaning shoes. Uh, That'll be two packs of cigarettes worth of money. (laughs) Whatever. So me and Dan are running. The dude's coming after us. And we run up into the stairway and do a couple laps up the stairway, and then we end up just chilling out, and then this guy pops through the door like, hey, man, why you got to run from me, dog? Uh. And that's when I got, like, angry, and it was like, oh, you didn't fucking have a little, little, and I start kind of yelling at the guy. So Brad goes, and you not, didn't even fucking, yeah, I'm probably starting my words, but anyway, I'm not a yeller. I don't, like, yell at people oh, angrily yeah. out of true anger. You keep if, it in. You, you like yeah. to wait until their backs turn, and then you throw a box cutter at And then at I throw a box head. cutter at their head, right? Uh-huh. It's a classic. So, sure. So I'm, like, barking at this dude, and Dan realizes that that's not who I am. So Dan goes, hey, and pauses me, and he looks at the dude, and he goes, dude, you need to leave. Yeah. And the guy was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. So then, great. Because Dan's, Dan's a big boy. Dan, Dan, like Dan, Dan can appear as an imposing force. Yeah, if Dan wanted to fight me, I would be very concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Dan can be an imposing force. And he's yeah. got mad people eyes like the rest of us. He yeah. knows how to have a face. So, yeah. uh, so the guy left, and we resumed our night. Ooh, and I think last but not least, oh, right? God. Uh we go up to the hotel room, and we eat some deep dish pizza that was Hell waiting yeah. for us. Hell yeah, brother. And, uh, and you do your last shot. And we do those shots. We, we may have done those whenever, but okay. those shots did get done, okay. right? Uh, and then uh, I'm like, hey, check out this this couch bed, this hide-a-bed, right? It's pulled out. That's where I'm sleeping tonight. Let me do a front flip onto it. <laughs> Pause this story. Okay. A month prior to this, my nose had been broken by a fist behind a bar. In defense of uh, our good buddy Estes. All right. Oh, sure. Estes was out there getting his ass whooped, and I'm like, hey, let's pick this guy up. And some dude threw a fist, glanced off my cheek. Yeah. And oh, my, slid around and sl- just glanced my cheek and caught my nose. Caught, caught your tip, dog. Broke it. Straight up. Yeah. Blood. Anyways, I told that guy I was going to kill him. Okay. I didn't. Whoops. 
but he stopped punching me, and then uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to kill me, fucking quit punching my face. So then I get Estes up and we're walking away and both of our faces are a little fucked. Mine just right in the nose region. Uh, And I click that back in place. Oh, God. I was hammered that night, too. So which that's atypical of me. But anyways. So that's how that was. A month prior to this broke my nose. It's healed up by now. Just finally. Right. Like the little bit of bruising that was left under my eyes finally went away. Yeah. Because, you know, your whole shit gets fucked. Oh, yeah, Your nose dude. gets broken, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm finally looking normal again for this concert, just in time. So I go to front flip onto this fucking hide bed right? Idiot. And I slam my fuck, the bridge of my fucking nose. Off of your knees? No, off of this little metal handle that's meant to help you fold up the hide bed How do you hit your nose on something if you're doing a front flip? I threw my face into the fucking bed, dude. <laughs> I was like 15 hours drunk. What are you talking about? <laughs> I threw my face as hard as I could at this bed. I misjudged my rotation. So it hit it and it went katang. So then, you're like, check this out. And then you head butted a bed frame. I nose butted the bed frame. <laughs> the, the handle of it. A little tiny bit. So it was like such a focused point of contact. Oh, dude. And I went, it broke my nose again. Okay, so. It broke my nose again. So, um, so to clarify, you, you told... Uh, a little bit of this story last week and left us with the cliffhanger about then the guy caught up with us and then the fucking end of the story is like you just kind of talked for a minute and then Dan was like hey you should go and he's like alright yeah well the funny ah. part of that story was I grabbed Dan by the shirt and ran yeah no that part's hilarious you know we got a fucking and I went the hey fuck. what the and it was like a, an old cartoon, like Scooby Doo. Yeah. It was like. So I broke my nose that night. That's the last thing I remember from that evening. Next day, we woke up, went to the Fuel Museum, had a great time. Hell Got yeah. uh, me and Dan's picture taken with the plaque in front of a Somali wild ass. Wow. So then it looks like huh? me and Dan were the Somali wild asses. Oh, yeah. It's a type of animal that looks like a zebra and a mule next together. It's super cool. Okay. Field Museum in Chicago, great. That's where they filmed some Ferris Bueller shit. Drank a beer on the steps, smoked some weed on the steps. Wouldn't recommend. Just we didn't get in trouble, though. Drugs and hey, booze, man, dude. You can, there's nothing wrong with fucking having fun. Yeah, Fuck the police. Oh, so, Jesus Christ. So many things uh, have been said. a lot of things hey, going on. Uh, let me, let me. And that was Chicago. That's the end of the Chicago story. We rode the train back and it was fucking miserable because oh, we were all so hungover yeah. and so tired. Yeah. Um, all of my One experiences of the worst times with of my Chicago life. have been way more tame and just regular and cool. Uh, let me give you my, my perspective on that story. I'm so happy that I wasn't there. Um, you may have had fun. I'm sure I would have had fun, but also, like, I, I don't know what would have happened to me if I was also a part of those groups. Um, Who the fuck knows? Am I right? Yeah. And Life's then, an adventure. Uh, or that group. I don't know why I said those groups. Life's a garden. Yeah. Dig it. And then the other thing is that while I'm happy that I wasn't there, I still wish that I could somehow see this. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, uh, oh. I wish I could go into God mode, dude, yeah. and just kind of float around. Just free cam around that night? Yeah, I just wish I could free cam around the fucking uh, <coughs> story that you just told me. Like, in most of the parts that you told me, I wish that I could witness it. Was, he chased you up a stairwell. Yeah. And then he was just like, why are you running? Because you're chasing me, Why are you dude? common people in a shoe shines in a parking garage at yeah. 2 in the morning? Yeah. 
you know. Uh, it's, dude, most intoxicated I've ever been in my life. Yeah. I have never reached that point since, and I don't want to reach that point ever again. Oh, man. Uh, I'm glad that all of you made it back. Yeah. Um, I'm terrified of your friend BJ. You should be. I'm blowjob all the way scared. I mean, please don't snatch me by the throat, dude. I will panic. (laughs) Just so you know, just so you know, as soon as you start trying to intimidate me, it will work, Uh, and I'll be real scared. I'll probably say the word please a bunch. Uh, I got. Let's just not do it. Yeah, never met you. I have a question for Hope you. Hope I never do now. Okay, what's your question, dude? How do you feel about this Lizzo song? Well, why men great till they gotta be great? Could have had a bad bitch, not committal. Um, Let's not. Holy I kicked shit. the table. Um, I've almost spilled beer on the laptop. You've almost spilled beer on the laptop. First of all, did you call her a bitch? Did I say this Lizzo bitch? I think you I did. said this Lizzo song. Mm. Which, if I said bitch, I didn't mean it in any derogatory sense. What do you think about this Lizzo bitch. lady's um, song? So, I think her song is... She called herself a bitch. Fuck she you. Did. She calls herself... Fuck she you. implies that she's a bad bitch. Fuck you for trying to censor me. Okay? Um, Continue. Fair enough. I, uh... <laughs> I think that her song that has uh, captivated the nation is incredibly catchy and well put together. However, like, why are you complaining about how men aren't great and then saying that you're non-committal? Lizzo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the great man. I could have had a bad bitch non-committal. Like, what if I'm trying to be committal and you're asking why I'm not great? Like, what's my incentive to be great, what Lizzo? What is your incentive to be great? Is a good well, why are men great until they got to be great? You could have had a bad bitch non-committal. What if I'm looking for a fucking relationship, Lizzo? And you're trying to be non-committal? Yeah. And talk about how bad of a bitch you are, dude? And then fucking... And I'm not great because I'm only kind of giving a fuck about this relationship that you're not even committing to, dude? Sounds like a hypocrite to me. It does. It does. I'm I'm a dog because I'm not putting 100% into this thing and you're fucking not even committal? How are you supposed to help me out with my career, Lizzo? Yeah, the lyrics should be, could have had a bad bitch hypocritical. Yeah, hypocritical. (laughs) You need to wipe the side of your mouth, little spittle. (laughs) Dude, she's not even trying to commit to me. Eat my mashed potatoes. She's telling me about how gravy dribble of a (laughs) gravy dribble. She, she, okay, sure, Lizzo, you're a bad bitch, but maybe if you try committing to something a little bit, then maybe you'll see a great man. Sounds to me like she's committed to the game, you know? How are you going to help me out with my career? I lay sod for a living. I have a legit question. This isn't a, uh, this isn't like knocking or anything. I just, let's hear it. She was on the VMAs and now everybody loves this song, right? But like, I had never heard of her before that. Granted, I don't just search up bad bitch music all the time. She kind of came out of nowhere, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, as far That's as what it seems like. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. she's huge. Great. I'm glad she's getting the recognition. So is, is your question, where did she come from? Yeah, like how long she's been around. And my question is, am I just ignorant? You know? No, she or came out of nowhere. Did she just explode all of a sudden because she was on the VMAs? No, I think that song had, had made it pretty big before she was on the okay. VMAs. Uh, and it's a super catchy song, yeah. like I said. It's also, fucking... congratulations. I'm glad yeah. uh, I'm glad you've captivated the nation with yeah, this but, tune. Yeah, but maybe don't celebrate how horrible men are? I don't know. I you feel know, like that's kind on. of the... With, with the was just, that a dangerous thing to say? No. I think you're okay to feel that way, but it's because you don't expose yourself to the other side of this. And this is what I'm going to say. With, like, the three decades of fuck bitches get money music. Yeah. Like go, we can't. It's, she can say whatever the fuck she wants about dudes. Yeah, and 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 that's fine. But I you um, know. Oh, also, there's oh, nothing man. that says there is not a thing in this world that says you have to listen to that art. I just worry about how happy that song makes my wife when we're in the car. Now we're to the crux. Of yeah, it. and she'll now like the crux she'll sing situation. certain lines and give me a look, and I'm like, what? What the? Does fuck? she like? Touch her nose to your nose and look you dead in the eyes when like the career yeah, line comes just up fucking, or something. Uh, yeah, just, just. Uh, oh, you I just I hear this song and I'm like I'm pretty you nice. You feel attacked. Dude, it's not the yeah. song that you don't like. It's how your wife uses the song against you. Dude, no, it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so mean. Uh, no, it's the fucking message, dude. It's the message. It's. It's, uh, men, am I right? They're the worst. And I'm like, I'm not one of those dudes, though. That's okay. I'm sure I have been at certain points in my life. That's okay. You know? Um, I'm not saying mean stuff about chicks in my songs. Not all men are. Do you deserve the wrath of that song? No, but the wrath of that song's not directed at you, so don't worry about it. Then why do I feel so attacked? Because your wife yells it at you in the car. She gets so happy when that song comes on. Yeah. Maybe she likes the song, and then you're just the first penis around to yell it at. (laughs) You know? She's like, oh, he has a penis. Uh, What you you should do is put on some Norma Jean and just (laughs) scream it in her face. I will. She has <laughs> certainly she has certainly sat through plenty of those sessions. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I uh, uh, more often than not, because she's an angel, she has ended up being the DD. And uh, and you're just a. Yellow. And I'm like, I'm gonna turn on this song, fucking. Uh, so you know, whatever. Take that, Kels. Mm-hmm. I'm yelling sad metal mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so what have we learned today? What have we learned today? First of all, fucking Lizzo. Commit to me, Lizzo, and I'll show you a great man. Yeah, Lizzo, maybe if you would commit, then a gentleman would be great when he needs to be great. I'm sure you're a bad bitch, but, like, give me a yeah. little bit, dude. Could have had a bad bitch. Lizzo. Diarrhea or whatever. Mm-mm. Um... We learned that we're champions. Kapow, bam, bang, that's an onomatopoeia. We're champions. We learned that we're fucking champions, Brad. We learned that we put our heads together, we put our fists together, and we fucking uh, brought that title home. We fisted each other into the realm of championship quality teamwork. We learned that I'm still waiting for my fucking trophy. 
We're still waiting for the trophy. Frank, love you. Where's the trophy? Frank. Um, and then we learned, learned what that... I did in Chicago. Mm-hmm. What me and Dana BJ did in Chicago. I don't want to be the only one implicated in these crimes. We learned not to make fun of BJ's <coughs> name. Don't make fun of BJ's name because he went through his entire life with that. And it probably strikes a nerve mm-hmm. when 30-plus-year-olds uh, say that. Yeah, probably. Uh, so, uh, my bad, dude. Still very scared of you. And uh, finally, I think we learned that sometimes friends try to fucking murder exactly. each other, dude. And that's something that you just have to There's come to terms to, with. There's a balance. When you know? you're a grown-up. There's a balance. It's Sorry I, I tried to kill you. It's all right. I'm still here. We'll see Does how my I, neck hurt? We'll see Absolutely. how I do next time. Could I feel the mark mm-hmm. when the sun would hit it today while we were at work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it make me suffer while we were at work? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. no big deal, though. Don't even worry about it about it so basically have i been have i been sick for like a week straight and forced to work regardless yeah uh-huh. but it's no big deal you know like i don't yeah. hate my life once i'm off work so uh you know i'm trying to just do this show by myself but i failed yesterday i will try again soon um one of these days <laughs> one of these days one of these days dreams do come true folks don't even worry about it Fingers some crossed. caps dude uh Anyway, yeah, some wigs. this has been very fun. Might get my jaw broke. Might get my wig split. Mm-hmm. Might get my car shut up. Might get my dome kicked. Might get my kidnapped. Might get my no. neck snapped. No. Might get my feelings hurt, thinking this is just a wrap. I would never mess with Fred. He's a sweet boy. Um, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Brad, where can everybody find us? You can find us on Spotify, Apple slash iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, whichever. I believe we're on both. Uh, Simple Cast, Pocket Cast, fucking Tune In Radio, Cast Box, fucking Radio Public, fucking all of them. And, and all the other ones, you bitches. Uh, thanks You're for listening bitches. this week and every week. Bitches. And until next Hold week. On. Okay. Folks, you aren't bitches, but every single bocce ball team that we mopped the fucking floor with during mm. that tournament, all of you are bitches. <laughs> we love you. You're all bitches because we won. We love you, but we overpowered you. And we'll do it again next season, you fucking bitches. Uh, Until then, until next week, thank you very much for listening. I am Nick. And I am Brad. And we hope you have a great week. Shut that fucking dog up.